Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sassy Warrior Podcast. I am your host, Lucy Pinto. I'm excited to share with you my stories of everyday resilience and allow others to share theirs. My goal is to help people heal and find inner peace through our shared stories. This episode may include profanity or discuss topics that may be triggering for some. Hello, everyone. This is Lucy with the Sassy Warrior Podcast, and I'm excited to share with you all today part of my story, which is my weight loss journey, the first go around. As you may know, I lost over 100 pounds twice before the age of 30. I am currently 35 years old, and it all had to start somewhere. So let's start at the beginning. It started when I was about five years old. I had big chubby cheeks, pigtails, big pink pearly glasses, braces, and not a whole lot of self-esteem. <laughs> I was being picked on as the chubby kid. And on top of that, I was struggling with learning disabilities. I was in a program where it was a French immersion program and we were learning science and math in French as a child. So as a gifted child, I imagine this is probably not as difficult as a child with learning disabilities, but my mom quickly found out that I was struggling with learning disabilities and ultimately I ended up changing schools because of that. But the hardest part was not only what was going on at home, but what was going on at school as well. I really felt like I couldn't win in any direction or any place. I didn't have a safe space. And when I came home from school, I would <laughs> take a clean spoon out of the drawer at five or so years old. And I would go down to the family room and I would pull out the big jar of Jiffy peanut butter that I had hidden in the couch. <laughs> and after school, I would eat my feelings with peanut butter. It was hard not having friends. It was hard struggling in school. And it was hard feeling alone and that I was missing a big part of something that I wanted in my life. My dad was a business owner, a really hardworking business owner. He lived the American dream. And this was around the time that he was building his business. And all I really wanted was to be daddy's little girl. And I believe that I ate my feelings because... I didn't know how to handle everything that was going on around me, whether it was being picked on at school, whether it was feeling lonely or missing my father at home, whether it was, you know, any other struggle that was going on in my life, whether it was not just the bullying at school, but also just not feeling like I have a safe place no matter where I went. And when I was in about first grade, I was picked on so badly by these two boys. I remember one of them's name was Michael, and I can't remember the other one, 
but they were so mean to me to the point where the teacher asked them to write an apology letter to me. And she one day presented me with these two apology letters. And at some point, we all got into playing kickball at school. And once they realized that I had a really good kick, all of a sudden they were a lot nicer to me. All of a sudden I, I wasn't so bad, you know, like, okay, she's fat and she may be stupid, but she's not that bad because I want her on my, on my kickball team. So that kind of gave me a little bit of street cred there for a second, but ultimately I wasn't doing well in school at all. And I didn't have any friends or I had very few friends. I was struggling immensely to the point where the teacher recommended that I switch schools. So this was a special program that I was in and they suggested that I go back to or that I go to my that I was uh, originally assigned to. So I ended up transferring and um, I believe it was like my third grade year. I started going to this new school. Now, despite being overweight, like I, my, my mom always made sure that I was in sports, you know, whether it was soccer or basketball or tennis or whatever it may have been. I was always very active, but that never overtook the fact that I was emotionally eating and using food to fill my emotional void and to feel that feeling of not feeling safe. And I'm not going to say that I grew up in an environment that wasn't safe, but I didn't feel safe. So that's how I dealt with my feelings. So I ended up transferring to this other school. And luckily, most of my friends that were on my soccer team that loved me were at that school. And it was really my saving grace. You know, when I started that new school, the boys immediately wanted to start picking on me and the girls kind of rallied around. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, she's our friend. You can't screw with her. Like, we're not going to tolerate this crap. And it was so nice <laughs> to feel like I had found my place and that and that people were looking up for me and or, you know, speaking up for me. And so I continued through elementary school. And I continue to struggle with schooling, getting pulled out of class uh, into special classes to get special help and just feeling really different and not accepted and not smart enough. And on top of that, overweight and just like sticking out like a sore thumb. And I had friends, but I also had stuff in my life that made me question if some of those people were really my friends due to jealousy. And finally, it came to going to middle school. And it turned out that when I went to middle school, that basically like all kids, but like 10 of us were going to like a different middle school. So I was part of that like group of 10 to 12 kids that was going to this one middle school on this one part of town and everyone else was going to the other middle school. So I found myself in a situation where I was starting all over again, you know, after several years of finding somewhat of a, a comfort place. And I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Now, when I started the seventh grade, I... I want to say I was about 130 pounds, which may sound a, like a lot for like a five foot three kid, but I actually have like looking back at pictures, I looked a little chubby, but I didn't look like that super fat kid that I did when I was 
in elementary school. And I was kind of at that point where it could have gone either way. I could have lost weight and kind of grown out of it, or I could have gained weight. (laughs) And you could imagine which way it went. So it was hard. I didn't have any friends going into middle school. I felt very alone. And I was able to make some friends that some of them I'm still friends with today and some of them I'm not. But I was able to find my place and... It was still difficult because I found that middle school was really hard for me academically. And then on top of that, you had the learning disabilities. And so there were certain classes that I would take that were, you know, kind of labeled like special classes. They were taught differently, maybe at a different level, like for math per se. And then we would also have certain classes that were, I I don't even remember the name of them, but they were like classes where you basically just go do your homework and get help. And it was really tough being one of those kids that was labeled to have those classes and have other kids that were smarter than you or you thought were smarter than you that were like, what is that? Like, what are they talking about? What is the teacher talking about? Or why are you in that class? Or why aren't you, you know, doing the same thing that we're doing? Why are you getting pulled out to take tests? And as an adult, I look back and I question how much my were learning disabilities versus how much my anxiety actually affected my ability to concentrate and do well in school, because I know that I'm not stupid. <laughs> but either way, to get us back on track, I gained, I want to say about 70 pounds from seventh to eighth grade. With the struggles of dealing with reacclimating myself to a new school, to trying to make friends, to struggling in school, to knowing that something subconsciously was wrong at home. Not really knowing what it was, but I just knew that something wasn't right. And I just started packing the pounds on. And by the time I got to eighth grade, I was wearing the same green tracksuit pretty much every day to school because it was one of the few things that fit me still. And people would ask me, like, didn't you wear that yesterday? And it wasn't an issue of being able to afford clothes. It was an issue of finding something in my closet that actually fit. But I was so depressed and I really didn't care. And I knew something was wrong at home. And ultimately, I got pulled into a therapist's office and I was told that my parents were getting divorced, which to me was not a surprise and was something that I was open to and okay with at the time. And so, yeah, I I gained 70 pounds and then I went on to high school. And the summer before high school... So while I was in seventh grade, I was really trying to find my place. I was trying to fit in so badly that I started starving myself and I would find myself eating an apple for lunch, maybe skipping breakfast and every day finding myself in the infirmary, nauseous, feeling like I was going to pass out. And then I would go home and... My dad had a huge issue with my weight and he was very controlling. And I remember sitting across from him and he would tell me, you know, don't eat that, eat this, don't, you're eating too fast. 
now you're eating too slow. Like it was just so controlling to the point where I developed an eating disorder and I felt like I couldn't eat. And then it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't eat around people. And I would eat before we would go to like, let's say a holiday event or I would hide food and eat it in the bathroom so that people wouldn't see me eat because I was so afraid of being seen while I was eating. And I felt like eating was like this bad thing. So before I went into high school, the summer before, I was approached by my mother and told that I was going to be going to weight loss camp. And I think my first reaction was like, why? Why am I going to weight loss camp? And then it was, why am I going and my brother's not going? Like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I the one that's like such a problem when it comes to her weight that I have to go to weight loss camp and he gets to go to sports camp? You know, I really felt like I was being labeled. But ironically, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. So I went to a weight loss camp in... Pennsylvania. It was in Pennsylvania. And um, honestly, it was tough. I'm not going to say that my first go around at weight loss, camp, weight loss camp was the best thing that ever happened to me, but it certainly was an experience and it got me away from being at home while my parents were figuring out the divorce. So I was very actively in therapy at the time and I was struggling. I was dealing with really bad anxiety. And at that age, I didn't realize that it was anxiety. I just knew that I felt very overwhelmed. And one of the hardest memories for me as a child is this one girl that would pick on me and she would kick rocks at me. And then at one point, I believe she threw rocks at me. She just knew by looking at me that I was suffering and that she could pick on me and get a rise out of me. So she did. And I kind of remember the counselors telling her no, but she just kept on doing it. And I remember this happened like when we were walking back from breakfast one day or lunch. I can't remember which one it was. And I remember going and calling my therapist <laughs> on this uh, phone, you know, that was connected to the wall back then and just crying and being upset and telling her what was happening and... I felt very lucky to have her to talk to, but I, I was struggling and I did make some friends at that camp. I did lose some weight. I had, I went to some fun concerts. It was a great experience, but it didn't fix anything. You know, I went home and I think I gained that weight back. I went into my first year of high school and that was scary it was not a great experience going in. I mean, for any kid, it's difficult, but I went in and I was feeling a little refreshed that I had lost some weight, but also just feeling really insecure and just not knowing which route to go. And I was dealing with some issues with some friends that was really tough. Uh, in result of my parents' divorce, I was acting out and I was mean to some people and it resulted to the end of some friendships. And I was very honest about it uh, and as to why I was acting out, but that just wasn't well received by the people that were supposedly my friends. All they could see was how I was treating them at the time, which is understandable. So I 
ended up getting a job working at Sunday school on Sundays. Uh, I got an internship. And when I started high school, I loved playing tennis. And I decided that I was going to try out for the tennis team. So (laughs) I showed up to the tennis tryouts. And this is one of my difficult memories. I showed up to the tennis tryouts. And to me, all I saw was a bunch of skinny girls that were going to kick my ass, basically. You know, like I saw like the future of the tennis team and I wasn't going to be part of it. Like, that's how I felt like I didn't fit in. And I remember playing and, you know, doing okay. And I was pretty confident about my abilities. But then all of a sudden it was, we have to go, now we have to go run a mile. And it was part of the tryouts, of course. And I struggled really bad. And my asthma was bothering me at the time. And I ended up basically giving up before I really tried. And it's one of my biggest regrets in my life because my mom said to me, you were better than half the men's team. And yet you gave up. You didn't believe in yourself. And it was all because I was overweight. And I I wish I could go back and change that. So fast forward, junior year of high school, and I came home from one of my favorite dinners, which was at the Picking Gourmet in Falls Church, Virginia. And I had Picking Duck, my favorite meal. I think it was even for my birthday. And I stepped on the scale and I was 216.5. And it was one of those oh shit moments of like, okay, like (laughs) this is the highest I've ever been. And I basically said to myself at the time, you have to make a decision. Are you going to continue gaining weight or are you going to lose weight? Are you going to get control of this before it gets way out of hand? And at that moment, I decided I needed help. So luckily, my mom was able to hire me a personal trainer. And I remember, you know, showing up and there's this one guy and he was like, you know, I don't think I'm a good fit for you. But there's this girl that I think would be great. And she was in college at the time. She actually is still a good friend of mine. Um, And she uh, took me on as a client. And I remember showing up the first day. And I was like, holy crap, there's no way I'm coming back to another session. Because (laughs) I got my ass kicked. I mean, I I was so winded, so out of breath. And I just told myself, you got to just, you got to show up. You just got to keep showing up. So I started working out with her. I think it was like twice a week and it was hard. And it's funny, I, we still have an inside joke to this day that I work really well with negative reinforcement <laughs> when it comes to working out. Like she used to say some things to me that like, I think other people would look over and be like, you're paying this woman like to say these things to you. And she would just, she would just look at them and be like, no, no, no. Like, this is how she works. Like, this is how I get her moving. (laughs) Like it's, I don't want to say she would put me down, but like, that's kind of what would happen. Like, you know, like, do you want to be fat for the rest of your life? Like that type of thing. But it worked really well. So we developed a great friendship and I started, you know, easing into some cardio. And then It came down to my senior year. I had lost some weight. I was basically working out with her two times a week. And then every other day I was doing, I want to say like 30, 45 minutes of cardio um, as a 17-year-old. And I had lost, I want to say about 30 pounds maybe. And just eating healthy, showing up regularly, like just the natural way. And then it came to the beginning, I want to say it was the beginning of, it was, it was some point whenever it was some, it was like three months before 
prom. So I guess maybe it was the middle the middle of senior year of high school and I had bought this expensive pink like diamond encrusted prom dress that was like my dream dress. And I bought it like in the size that I thought I was and I get this dress and it doesn't fit me. And I'm devastated and I'm like what am I going to do about this? So I did. so my trainer tells me to bring it in and we'll see how much you know work I need to do and we'll go from there. So I bring it in. She didn't even fit in the dress. <laughs> she had very broad shoulders I think at the time and she's like this this thing is really tiny. And I was like I have to get in this dress. I have to get in this dress. So I think what ended up happening is I ended up I think getting a dress that was maybe a little bit bigger, but either way, when I put the dress on that I was going to wear for prom, it had like 10 inches in the back where it needed to close. And I looked at her and I was like, what, like, what do I have to, like, there's no way I'm going to do this. Like, what am I going to, like, how am I going to make this happen? And she looked at me and she's like, uh, she's like, well, it's going to be a lot of work. And I was like, okay. I was like, tell me, what is it going to take? Like, what is it going to take to get me into this dress? And I was doing about 45 minutes of cardio a day at that time. And she was like two hours of cardio. I was like, two hours of cardio? I'm like, how does somebody even do that? Like, I was, you know, I think I was 18 years old at the time, and I was just like, two hours of cardio? Like, I kind of looked at it, and I was like, so, I'm what, two hours on the treadmill, or two hours on the elliptical, or like, two hours? Like, I was like, how am I going to do, not just physically do it, but like, how am I going to do it in a way that it's going to stimulate me that I'm going to want to keep doing it? How am I going to make this interesting or fun? And most people would probably say there's no way to make it interesting or fun. But I basically, the time was going from the treadmill to the elliptical. So I started doing 30 minutes on the treadmill, 30 minutes on the elliptical. And then I would do 30 minutes on the treadmill and 30 minutes on the elliptical. And to me, that was keeping things spicy. I was like shaking it up a little bit because I mentally, I couldn't fathom like being on one machine for two hours, but I had to make this happen. So I went ahead and I committed to what she said. And I think she was pretty, pretty surprised that I was going to do that. So I stuck with it. And I still remember coming downstairs in this dress, the, I think it was like a day or two before prom. And I was like, okay, mom, I was like, we got to try to zip this thing up and figure out what we need to go buy to get, to suck me into this dress. So I come downstairs in this dress and we're standing in the kitchen and she zips the dress right up. And I had one of those amazing Cinderella moments where I was like, thank you, God. Like all of my hard work paid off and I feel like a million bucks. That moment was so incredibly magical to me. So then... Fast forward, I, you know, I had lost, I think I, I want to say I'd gotten down to about 160 pounds. And, you know, remember I started at 216.5. So I headed off to college and I was determined that I was going to lose 15 pounds the f- freshman year, like the first quarter of like freshman year of college. Cause you know, everyone goes like, oh, freshman 15. I was like, I'm going to lose that 15 pounds. Everyone else is going to gain it. They're going to be drinking and doing all this that, and the other. I'm going to lose it. And I was determined. And I, I don't even know if I could say that I was happy, but I was determined. And sure enough, by the time I finished that first semester of, of college, I had lost that 15 pounds. 
but I have to say that I feel like I, I lost a lot of myself in that process. I remember taking a course that was intro to public speaking, which I was terrified of taking, terrified, most likely due to my anxiety. And I remember standing in front of class, we had to write this speech and I don't remember the type of speech, but I decided to do this speech where basically you are talking about somebody like, and so in my case, it was a friend and I was talking about my friend that weighed themselves 10 or 12 times a day and ate the same thing every day and used to make their boyfriend lunch or dinner just so that they could break off a piece of what they're eating and have it in their head that they're not really actually eating that thing because they're making something for somebody else and going to bed hungry, waking up hungry, working out, struggling. And at the end of the speech, I admitted that that friend was me, that friend that was starving herself before and after she ate eating the same things that that girl was me and I was so unhappy but I was trying to fill a void that I had been trying to fill my whole life I wanted to be good enough and I remember I had gotten down to like a low weight for me which I want to say was like in the 140s no maybe it was actually even the 130s like high 130s and I made the honor roll. I was doing great in school. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm doing everything right. And I remember trying, I still remember the where I was standing outside of the apartment where I called my dad and he didn't answer. And I thought to myself, my dad is going to be so proud of me. I've lost all this weight and I'm on the honor roll and like I'm doing everything I should be doing. And he didn't answer. And there was just like this part of me that just felt dead on the inside. He was living overseas at the time. And I I don't know why I couldn't get a hold of him, but I just felt like there was nothing I could do to be good enough. Like I had tried everything and no matter what, I was never going to be good enough. And that's something that honestly I've struggled with most of my life. And in the next episode of the Sassy Warrior podcast, I'm going to talk about how I gained that weight back and what happened to me in the process and how it unfolded and how I was able to gain that weight back, but also to lose it again. Before you go, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive new episodes when they are released. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, please take a moment to leave us a review. This is one of the major ways Apple ranks their podcasts, and it really only takes just a few seconds. Thank you for joining me, Lucy Pinto, in this episode of the Sassy Warrior Podcast, Stories of Everyday Resilience. See you next time.